You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. It's another episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis here, along with Aurora. How are you doing? I am doing okay. Winter it's has snowed, come. It's yes. snow today. Yeah, so that's a bummer. <laughs> the, uh, every prediction ever made by uh, a snow or, or anyone who lives in the north uh, mm-hmm. has, has, has told you winter is coming, and uh, we... Once again, another year has gone by, and we've beaten Game of Thrones to winter. It seems like every year they say winter's <laughs> coming, and it just keeps happening here yeah. every year, and it's taken a long time for it to get there on Game of Thrones, but it's hit us here in the Midwest. <laughs> yes. Uh, adults everywhere are upset. Five-year-olds everywhere are jumping for joy, because mm-hmm. mine sure was. <laughs> <laughs> like, she waited just long enough to put on... Uh, to put on uh, like snow boots and uh, a jacket and she was out there making snow angels and throwing snowballs at our windows. (laughs) So yeah, it it took no time at all. And she was out there playing. So Uh, we are talking about uh, the walking dead. However, (laughs) Mm -hmm. people may have been confused by the lack of walking (laughs) dead talk there, but uh, it's season six, episode six, always accountable. And we will go to a place that is much warmer. uh, It never snows. It never snows. Apparently, never. <laughs> never had a winter in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Which, look, I'm sure their winters are slightly milder in Georgia, maybe, but probably not. I, I mean, don't... I feel like that time when uh, Daryl had that poncho, mm-hmm. maybe that was like winter? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. That was their winter. It's just chilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can always tell it's winter when Daryl breaks out the winter poncho. Yeah. Uh, all right, so here's the episode. Uh, while helping lead the Walker horde away from Alexandria, Daryl is separated from Sasha and Abraham when they are ambushed by unknown attackers. And uh, Daryl takes quite a dive off his motorcycle more than more than once. That bike takes a beating. Uh, when he recovers, he is captured by a trio of survivors who, aspe- who suspects that he is one of the assailants. Daryl steals their gear and escapes, Meanwhile, Abraham and Sasha search for Dale in a nearby... Did I just say Dale? Daryl. In a nearby... Was there a Dale on the show at some point? There was. Yeah. There was, yeah. I just... I was so attached to that character. (laughs) That's not what it was. I just fucked up. Uh, (laughs) They're searching for Daryl in a nearby town and decide to set up camp in an office building. Then they get into a discussion about their past actions with Sasha concluding that everybody is accountable for their own actions. Well, duh! Mm-hmm. I don't know what other conclusion they would have come to. Uh, Abraham <laughs> goes to scavenge supplies and manages to find an RPG launcher with many an RPG still uh, s- still unlaunched, I guess. Yeah. Is, that's that, probably that was like uh, when you're playing video games and you find, find like a secret room yes. with treasures. <laughs> 
Yes. When you get Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, when you yes. get like, the the hidden loot. Right. Uh you wait for that chest to open and RPG launcher. <laughs> yes. Uh when he returns, he tells Sasha that he has found a new purpose for living, which is actually kind of scary. When you put those yes. sentences together, he finds an <laughs> RPG launcher and he's like, I found a new reason to live. Right. Uh, and he begins to flirt with Sasha. Mm-hmm. Don't know how I feel about that. Uh, Daryl decides to return to the three survivors when they are confronted by a larger armed group. Daryl helps the trio hide until the larger group uh, gives up on their search and moves on. As Daryl and the survivors continue on, one of the survivors is killed by a walker. Uh, Daryl tries to recruit the remaining two survivors, but they betray him, steal his crossbow, yeah, and his motorcycle. Yes. Daryl finds a working truck, manages to reunite with Abraham and Sasha, and they return to Alexandria. Daryl tries to teach, uh, to reach Rick on the radio, only for another voice to respond with the word help right uh all right so what did you think of always accountable well i am of course happy that finally we get daryl automatic three geeky glasses <laughs> yes because you were you in fact were worried that it wouldn't be much daryl like maybe they were right. like all the scenes they showed us in the teaser were, were all we were going to get but no there was right. actually quite a bit yeah yeah and i like that um the the daryl still is still the same guy that you know, he, he he wants to be tough. He wants to, you know, show, like, act like he's tough. Yes. But he really isn't. Like, he is a nice guy. Yeah, he's and a good guy. Uh, he's a good guy. And that's why he, t- he was taken advantage by these people. Because so, he... Yes. Yes. Uh, well, because he meets these, these three people. It's a man and there's two women with him. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> He just is of the belief that these people can't be trusted and that they're more than likely bad people because that's pretty much everybody they run into nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he steals the knapsack that has all of his gear in it, including his crossbow. And after fending off a walker uh, with the within the slimmest of margins and getting that crossbow out and killing it, he notices in the bag that there is a uh, a cooler, like a cold box, Right, storing insulin, and he realizes that uh, one of the girls uh, in this group uh, needs it for medication, and Mm -hmm. he has that look on his face like, damn it, I've got to go back, I've got to give it to him, I can't leave her without that medicine, that's cruel and horrible, and that's not Daryl Dixon, and uh, he pays the price for it. I mean, mean, this is like... This is like stealing Chewie's laser crossbow and his sash. Like, you yeah, know. he they stole his identity. Like, yeah, th- that's all they stole because he is his motorcycle and his crossbow. Yeah. Without it, it's like he's just a good-looking dude in the <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse. And that's all. I mean, look, that count. I'm sure you will attest that counts for something. That counts for something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not Daryl if he doesn't have the crossbow and he doesn't even. Right. I mean, the bike isn't necessarily like I, I associate the the bow more with Daryl than the bike, but mm-hmm. you know, the bike is now becoming an associative thing with him as well. And he fixed that bike up. I believe that is the bike that he yeah. fixed up in Alexandria. Yeah, he put all yeah. that hard work into it, and those people. Uh, hey, at least she threw him some bandages to patch himself up with. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> that was so that was so lame. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we stole everything you have, but here you go. Get some take some bandages. Yeah. I mean she's <laughs> like, Hey, we're sorry, and you know, he knows what they're running into. He's like, Well, you're you're gonna be sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and probably not even at his hands, probably at the hands of some zombie or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um but can continue, yeah. I mean to me it was uh the Daryl show the yeah. Sasha and Abraham stuff I was not really engaged in so much. I don't know how you Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it I don't know from my perspective. I don't know if it I was so excited to see Daryl. <laughs> Yeah. But I was like, I don't care about Sasha and it, Abraham. I just want to see what's going on with Daryl. There, there's uh, such a Daryl withdrawal that yeah. <laughs> you're just at the expense of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. But I did like that scene where Abraham finds the rocket launcher and um, the zombie slowly yes. like falls through. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was fun. That scene reminded me of the scene in Zombieland. Where, I don't know if you've ever seen Zombieland, but it reminds me of the scene in Zombieland where they, uh, uh, the two girls have, have taken his, his caddy and they're looking for a new vehicle and they find one and in the backseat is like machine guns and bullets and, uh, Woody Harrelson just goes, God, thank God for rednecks, I think. (laughs) And then it's just shooting guns off in the back. That is what that scene reminded me of when he found that. Like, he opened that, and there's, like, an RPG and missiles and all I could... I know it wasn't rednecks. It was probably military-grade. Right. But that's all I could think of is, like, thank God for rednecks. Yeah, but, I mean, it seems suspicious that that's there, right? Because... All that time? Yeah. Yeah, because we saw what I think is Negan and his people... Mm-hmm. Um, well, did we see, are, did we see him or did we just see? The- I feel like it was him, the one that you know that guy um, got bit and um, he cut his mm-hmm. hand. I think the guy that, that cut the other guy's hand is yeah. Um I don't know, or I'm pretty sure they're part of the Hoffies group. Yeah. Um, so they're pretty close by, and for them not to have found those weapons there, I don't know. For me, it's kind of suspicious yeah and abraham is creeping me out a little bit uh i mean look he already had his problems last season somewhat and is he creeping you out because of his flirting techniques i mean the flirting yes (laughs) the finding a new reason to live after finding an rpg launcher taking that that uh that vet's uh uniform and putting it on and then wearing it around that just all felt weird to me it feels like he's losing his mind to me i I don't know if that's what's happening, but that is the vibe I am. That, yeah, I'm getting strong indications that he's going a little nuts. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like him hitting on Sasha didn't feel like romantic. It felt creepy as well. I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's his facial hair, and it just screams anything he does automatically is creepy to me. <laughs> like anybody with with facial hair that looks like that has got to be creepy a little bit. <laughs> Um, I don't, maybe, maybe it's that. I mean, it's not that he's ginger. Like, uh, I don't, I don't mind. I don't, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's the facial hair. I think (laughs) it's the facial hair. He's a giant man who loves his RPG launcher and he has that facial hair. I think you just combine those things. If he starts flirting with you, I'm a little creeped out. Yeah. And he's also kind of in a, it's not a relationship, but he's kind of with Rosita. Yeah. Oh, well, they are definitely together. So, so I don't know. Yes. I, I think Sasha knows, right? 
I think so. I mean, I think so, everybody knows. So that's also kind of creepy yeah. as well. <laughs> it's just creepy. I'm look. I I will say this. I'm just happy there weren't any animals that died this week, as far as I can remember. Were there any dead yeah. animals this week? Um, no. I don't think so. Okay. No. Unless we're counting humans, which, let's be honest, <laughs> we're not counting humans. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no cute, cuddly, adorable animal deaths this week. No. No. Uh, I'm glad we've moved away from that Walking Dead. Your weird fascination with that has now come to an end. <laughs> uh, man, were they really? They're really. But the that. characters in this episode were extremely lucky. That's mm-hmm. not counting the fact that these people stole Daryl's motorcycle and crossbow. But yes. the fact that he if immediately after that happens, he finds some working truck yes. hidden in the bushes. Yes. That's. <laughs> Huge amount of luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, yeah, that is that is a rather convenient happen happening for sure. Um, I mean, it it was it looked like a truck that belonged to a gasoline company. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe the the truck was fully loaded with gas, and it was just broken down. And he maybe yeah, and he he Dixoned it, I guess he fixed it up, and <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, it was awfully convenient, though, that it just happened to be there. He was yep. just kicking around for literally like a couple of minutes, and he's like, "Oh, there's a tanker truck that yeah. is fully loaded. Uh, maybe." Uh, uh, and obviously, he saw a field with other. Uh, uh, I don't know if they were trucks, but they were the trailers for the mm-hmm. the trucks. Maybe there's more gasoline there too. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that'll be a. A thing that they go after. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Um, mm-hmm. Negan is going to be showing up very soon. Uh, I mean, they've already announced the 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 casting, and we talked about that on the last episode. Uh, but I believe the uh, I cannot remember the name of the site, but it's the whatever the the most well known Walking Dead spoilerific site is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that employs all of the people to go out to the shoots and take pictures and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I believe they said they were, in fact, bearing witness to a scene with Negan and a baseball bat and him beating someone to death with it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, whether or not the person on the other end uh, of that uh, that radio call asking for help is Glenn or Negan, we don't really know. I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's Glenn. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've seen people say it's Rick. Mm-hmm. I've seen people say it's Glenn, and I've seen people say it's just someone in Alexandria. Yeah, so I, I don't. I, I don't. don't I don't think it's Rick. Um, I, th- I think after because you know, Glenn, the last we saw of Glenn was episode three, mm-hmm. and we are now pushing to episode seven. I think sufficient time has now passed for Glenn to show up. Yes, I think this will be Glenn showing up. Uh, there are only two episodes left mm-hmm. this year. Uh, so I have a feeling that one way or the other, before the year is over, we'll know what's going on with Glenn, whether or not yeah. he's alive, whether or not he's dead, whether or not he's only temporarily alive, only to become dead before the end of the year. One of those things. Uh, clearly they're building towards all of that, or at least they want us to think. Yeah, they're building they have to, because people are so obsessed with what happened to Glenn. Yeah. That if they let us wait until February, I think that people are going to lose their minds. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they are coming back on Valentine's Day, though. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe that will be Greg Nicotero's love letter to everyone. Uh, <laughs> he 
I mean, he is directing that episode as well. The February, the uh, the February fourteenth episode huh. is a uh, Greg Nicotero. So maybe that's the one where Glenn bites the dust for reals. Uh, God, that would be horrible. Horrible. Yes. Uh, but not out of uh, not out of character for the show to be mm-hmm. like, here's your Valentine's Day present: a death of a major character. <laughs> yes. Uh, not out of the ordinary, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, one way or the other, I. Th- I think we're going to find out. Uh, go go out on a limb here. Who do you think is on the uh, the other line of the uh, the walkie-talkie? I, I feel you're right. I feel that this is it's already time for them to, you know, either explain what happened to Glenn or bring him back. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's Glenn. I'm gonna say I think it's Glenn too, but I think it's Glenn, and he's held hostage by Negan and his followers it could be it could be yeah that is my feeling i feel like he's being held hostage and they're using this as bait Mm -hmm. to get uh daryl abraham sasha maybe everyone else to uh yeah that could be the way that they introduced those two groups together so that's right i that is my that is my feeling without having any future i have no idea what's going to happen next week but that is the that is the feeling uh i get but i don't know we'll find out i guess uh I guess next, I, I say next week, like the episodes, it's going to take a week. It's not. The episode airs tomorrow as we're recording this, but it'll take a week for us to discuss it because okay. that's just how crazy and wacky everything is lined up <laughs> uh, schedule-wise for recording shows. Uh, all right. So a score for Always Accountable, Aurora. I will give it a four. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to give it a four as well. Mm-hmm. I was... I was teeter-tottering between like the high three and the low, you know, and the low four, and I just, yeah, I think I'll just go with a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, be- I really liked the Daryl story. Yeah. Um, I didn't care all that much for the Abraham Sasha story, but uh, the Daryl thing really worked for me. I'm intrigued to find out what's going to happen next. Overall, I would consider that a win of an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh. The the last two episodes have kind of, I don't want to say just been there because this was definitely better than last week's episode. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, clearly, you can feel it in the air. They are building towards something. So mm-hmm. we'll find out. We'll find out what yep. it is. Uh, we'll come back next week to talk season six, episode seven of The Walking Dead, called Heads Up. <laughs> <laughs> 